What's up, guys? Welcome to... Is this episode one or episode zero? Zero. I feel like this is episode zero. This is episode zero of the season two of Outlast podcast from And More Reality. We are talking about Survivor Edge of Extinction, and we have the cast. We're talking about the cast review, and we're going to give our winner picks and just talk about the upcoming season. Um, it feels good to be talking about Survivor again. I've missed it. I have. I have. And I've missed you. Oh, yeah, I, I missed like, it. I see you. I see you when we talk about uh, Bachelor, but that's not really in my domain. So I yeah. kind of just have to take a step. I back. actually feel very comfortable talking about the Bachelor. Yeah, see, and I feel really comfortable talking about this. So <laughs> I feel with the Bachelor, it's just me making stupid jokes because that's all I bring to the table for Bachelor. Just stupid jokes. Whereas for this, I actually bring you know more and more. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah. Huh. Speaking of and more, we're at the illustrious and more media studios. And of course, it, I'm joined with my wonderful co-host, Mackenzie. Hi. Which you've already introduced yourself. I'm glad to be back. I am so happy we're both back. We have a premiere date. We do. February 20th. February 20th. I believe it's like a couple of days after Celebrity Big Brother ends. Oh, really? Okay. I didn't even know that. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what I've been doing. <laughs> Holding it down on the Big Brother front. <laughs> so have you seen any of Celebrity Big Brother yet or just been busy? No, I've just been nope. busy. It's, I saw that it the really first, hasn't been that good of a season. So. I saw that the first vote out was, or first eviction yeah. was Jonathan Bennett. Yeah. And my, the mean girls fan in me. Yeah. Died well, Lindsay Lohan's mother's still on the I show. I saw that so, too. Yeah. It's been, it was like Jonathan and then it was Ryan Lochte and then it was Joey Lawrence. So mm. like, they're whoa, just, whoa. <laughs> and he refused to do that. Did he really? Yeah, he he was definitely only on the show because they promised him a sitcom if you got on. Mm. So he was awful. But I know I listened to Big Brother Banter and he didn't really have any good things to say. No, about oh, no, I, I, and my opinion has not changed. <laughs> so, but yeah, that's one show. This is a better show, Survivor: Edge of Extinction. Um, I guess before we jump into the cast, let's talk about the twist. Yeah, I was just gonna say. So, Edge of Extinction. I guess. Do you know? Do you know how it's gonna work? Kind of. Okay. I think I have a general idea. Because uh, they talked about it. They talked about it on RHAP, what it is. Okay. I just read an article on, I think it was Hollywood Reporter that I read it. And like Jeff was the one who explained it. It's very who, similar. Who wrote the article on Hollywood Reporter? Oh, geez. I don't even know. Okay. I genuinely have no idea. Probably probably Josh Wiggler. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, My man. Who also but, told me what the twist was. Oh, not me personally, but, but on the podcast. On the, on the I podcast. Listen to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I wish Josh would talk to me personally. <laughs> um, it's very similar to Redemption Island. Yeah, and it, I, it's basically what it's just a glorified Redemption Island. I was not a fan of Redemption Island. Uh, me neither. So, however, I am a fan of the Outcast twist, which is a very unpopular opinion. A lot of people hated the Outcast twist, but I really liked it. Yeah, and I think it's one of those things that if they done if they did it right, they could bring back. Mm, yeah so but yeah how it's gonna work is when someone gets voted off you have the option of leaving the game or going to the edge of extinction which is a desolate island where you're alone and eventually yeah. at some point whoever's there gets a chance to come back into the game so you're but you don't right. know when you don't know when and i don't know how many people i don't know if they're just going to keep letting people go there and then eventually just one big group competition or if it's like redemption where it's just one-on-one -on -one. i don't know I don't know either, but it brings a new dynamic. Like, yeah, like, like we both said, I'm not a big fan of this twist. I'm a big believer in, you know, if you go home, you should probably just go home. Yeah, so, like, I agree. Like, I'm okay with like, like the battle backs for Big Brother. I'm okay with those. Um, and I would be okay if they did it 
if they did it, like something similar, but I don't like, I always feel like when they bring back Redemption Island, they keep it around for too long. I agree. Like if it's still there post merge, which it usually is, mm-hmm. I don't like that. Yeah. I think pre-merge it's fine, but post merge, I'm like, oh, just, yeah. come on. I just yeah. want to get Have the first this. like five people that go home in the pre-merge, duke it out and then let them go to the merge. And then from there, go to the jury. When you get yeah, that out. I agree. That's how it should go. But I'm, and I, I'm really split on this season. Cause on one hand, I love the returning players. Yeah. And from what I have read on the cast, it looks like it's a strong cast. Um, if you, if you don't, uh, if you haven't yet, you should definitely watch first one out. Um, it's a series on RHAP and they literally talk about all the cast and usually it's an entire thing going over the cast and mm-hmm. the last episode is Josh Wiggler interviewing who the first one out is but because he doesn't know who the first one out is because of the Edge of Extinction twist this season is just one big glorified cast review and it's a pretty good listen if you want to check it out he interviews okay. all the returning players and then the people the new castaways um, but it's good good, good uh, podcast check that out but uh, I'm torn on this because the twist is doesn't sound that great I love the returning players players and they also fired their um casting director when the season got wrapped up so, oh did they which worries me i, feel like, I think i remember you saying that <laughs> yeah which worries time. me and i thought it, i thought it was going to be a slew of bad seasons but david versus goliath was fantastic so best good. season ever and so, so I'm, good yeah, and so i'm hoping i'm very much hoping that this carries on i don't think it's going to i think the twist is gonna kind of yeah fudge it up a bit yeah i and i I don't know survivor edge of extinction just doesn't really sound good well it's (laughs) it sounds cool but like again i don't think the idea is going to be executed that well me neither no not at all but uh but i guess since we've talked about that we can talk about the the four returning captains yeah we got kelly wentworth oh kelly wentworth i love kelly wentworth let's talk about her first okay so kelly wentworth she's been on two good seasons she was on San Juan del Sur, yep. where she was a pre-merge boot. Um, but Drew, who was one of the worst survivors ever, said that she was a huge threat and she could run the game if given the chance. And he ended up being right. Yep. The only thing he was right about. Uh, and then she, yep, she went home because she didn't want to vote her dad out on Blood versus Water. And then she um, came back somehow for second chance. She campaigned really hard. I voted for her every single day. Um, cause I liked her campaigns that she said, um, I don't think if she would have campaigned, I would not have voted for her because I kind of forgot who she was until I looked and looked it up. Mm-hmm. Uh, but she made it on second chance and oh my God, did she do great? Yeah. She found idols hidden in challenges. She pulled off blind sides. She blind, she idled out Andrew Savage like, yeah. and was a huge fan favorite and the robbed goddess of second chances, I think. Okay. So I'm looking at her, her, um, the Dalton Ross article on um, Entertainment Weekly and like has all the people's bios and stuff. And it says like personal claim to fame. She mm-hmm. said Wentworth does not count because obviously that's something Jeff said. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I have this memory of Jeff saying it, but I can't remember like the context in which he said it. It was it was every time it was every time he because like there were two Kellys on Second Chance. There was Wentworth and Wigglesworth. Yeah, okay. Yeah, and every time she would play her idols because she saved herself on idols like two twice. The one time when Savage went home, and then the second time when her and Jeremy did the double idol play. Oh. And every time they would write Wentworth, so he would go Wentworth does not count. Yeah. So that's her claim to fame because she finds idols and is a freaking legend. Got it. Okay. Yeah. I am so excited. Apparently she got asked back for um, Game Changers but denied it. Mm. Apparently every single one of these castaways besides Aubrey ter- turned down Game Changers. Wow. And because when, Dal- when Josh Wiggler was interviewing for First One Out, they all said that. 
So, wow, interesting. Yep. Um, but, but yeah, I'm happy she waited. I wish they'd bring her back for an actual all-star. I think that with everybody, um, minus Joe, <laughs> um, I, especially Wentworth and David Wright. I wish they would have brought them two, those two back for a, an actual legitimate all-star season. But I'm happy they are back. Yeah. So yeah, Kelly Same. Wentworth. How, how well do you think she's going to do? I think she could do either really well. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. I think she's going to come in, you know, playing hard. And she's going to know what she's doing. But I think if the people on the season are aware of her and mm-hmm. are aware of the abil- like her ability to play this game, they're going to be like, we got to get her out. Yeah. But if they're also, if she like, you know, puts the moves on a bit and convinces them, you know, like smooth talks her way a little bit. Yeah. Then they're going to be blind to it. Yeah. And she could win. The thing that made Wentworth... I think each one of the returning players could win. Oh, I, I mean, judging by the past experience, usually, unless unless you have a few instances like when Sophie beat Coach, nine times out of ten, if a returning player comes back for like one of these captain seasons, they win. Yeah. Or go very far, with yeah. the exception of like Russell Swan when they brought him back, mm-hmm. and uh, and Russell Hance, and but they usually go pretty far. Yeah. Um, I think. For Kelly Wentworth, the thing that made her so good in Second Chance is she was she went in very underrated. Mm-hmm. No one expected her to do anything because she didn't. She was a pre-merge boot, and now she's gonna go in there with a huge target. Um, everyone knows she knows how to find idols, so she's mm-hmm. gonna have to be careful about that because if she ever goes by herself at all, idols. She was the first person to find an idol in a challenge, so everyone's gonna be watching her during challenges. To see if she's finding idols. So she needs to play that carefully because, like I said, she either needs, everyone's gonna know. So right. she either needs to go in the middle of the night when no one's uh, awake or find an ally that she can trust to help her find idols. Which, judging by who's on her tribe with her, uh, as another returning player, she may have the perfect ally to help her find an idol. I agree. Because I guess we can just talk about this guy now. Yeah. The one person I am most excited to see play again, David goddamn right. I loved am so him. excited to see David play I again. I loved him. He has had one season so far. He was the- Millennials versus Gen X. And he was, the, he was so robbed. So robbed. Yep. Oh my God. David was awesome. He was just an anxious, anxious man yep. coming into the game and he had this wonderful story about how he turned, became into his own. He found idols. He was socially likable. Mm-hmm. Hannah and Ken were willing to throw their games away to keep David right in the game. If he, if he does one thing, if he finds the idol instead of Adam Klein, he wins over Adam. I yeah. firmly believe it. Cause that was yeah. where he went wrong. He found, he made the fake idol that Jay found but didn't think there was another idol in the game. So he made the fake idol thinking if Jay finds it, I don't have to worry about it because there was no idol in the game. And the only person who has an idol, I know it's fake. But then Adam Klein finds the real idol, plays it, gets out David Wright. David Wright goes home. Yeah. Very much robbed. Um, I think David Wright would have beaten anybody there. I think Jay may have given him room for his money, but I still think David takes it. That's how likable David was. And I am so excited to have him back on my TV screen. I really, really, really want him to do well. And the fact that him and Wentworth are on the same team, the same tribe. That could be so good. Oh my God. It could be because, because they both are each other's shields Yeah. because you can't take one out. 
because they'll that you know what I mean like it, they 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 need to watch each other's backs. Yeah, they need, I agree. They need to help each other because I think with their two brains, like they could run the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and his in his first one out interview, he talked about how he wants to make a fake idol already. Mm-hmm. He also wants to make a fake advantage. Mm. And, he's, and, and he, he wants to make a fake advantage that like allows you to like steal a vote or something. And so then someone can play it at tribal council and be like, I have this advantage. And Jeff could be like, no, you don't. He also wants to make a fake, uh, a fake, uh, twist, uh, uh, like season twist idea. Like he says, if there, if there, beca- if, there if there comes a time when like the interest of twist in the game, like he even said like a redemption Island or something, he wants to lie and say what he thinks it is, which is very fitting since edge of extinction. That is a twist. Right. So he's thinking, he says he wants to like go there and he won't really have a chat to do this necessarily because like if you go there, you're not coming back for a while. Right. But I don't know. He, he already wants to scheme and do so much great things. And I'm just so excited to see him back. He is probably one of the best fire makers in survivor. He says the fire making twist. He will have no problem with it. Cause he, he said, he said he practiced at home with his girlfriend and could make fire in like 10 seconds. Wow. So if that's true, like good luck beating him in so fire. Awesome. And he said his one weakness was swimming and he's been swimming every day. Like he is swimming would be my weakness. He is prepping for how I would prep if I was going on survivor. Yeah. Like what do I struggle with? I'm going to do nothing but this. Yep. Like I am so excited to have him, him back. How far do you think Dave is going to go? If him and Kelly stick together, they can go really far. He could go. Yeah. I really hope they don't target each other. I don't see why they, I think they're both smart enough to realize how much they need the other one. Yeah. And so I, and really I think the same goes for um, Aubrey and Joe. Aubrey and Joe on the other tribe. Like they're going to realize mm-hmm. that they need each other. Yeah. And then maybe like post mer- like post merge, the f- let's say the four of them are all still there. Mm-hmm. You got to yeah. you got to group up. Yeah. I think I think Joe is probably the safest pre-merge. Um but we'll talk about that when we talk to him. But I think all three of them, uh, the other three are definitely huge strategic threats. Yeah. And besides Kelly, and I mean, David won a couple idols uh, immunity, so I guess you could say he's a challenge beast, but he doesn't rub off as the challenge player. Yeah. You know what I mean? And same with Aubrey. Like, puzzles, sure. They're good for puzzles, but like, everyone, everyone wants to keep the physical players early on. And so I feel like David Wright and Aubrey are going to have trouble in that department, but Aubrey has made it far both times she's played. Yep. Um, and Dave went far his first time. So I, I think that they will be social enough to stay and be fine. I'm hoping anyway. I don't want any of these four to go at all. Like Same. Uh, like if that's the final four, how legendary would that be? Oh my God, like, so amazing. I doubt so that amazing. happens because I think all four of them realize that we need to vote these people out. But I'm excited for the for, for them. Um, yeah, but I'm really excited for David Wright. I hope he does well. And... I think he could win. I think he could very well win. Yeah. I know I've said so. it already, but I feel like each one of the four has like a good, a good chance, chance of winning. Yeah. I yeah. think, I think they all four have uh, different ways of getting there, but I think any four one of the four could win. Yeah. So the third person, Aubrey, Aubrey Bracco, the, yep. um, she is going coming back for her third time as well with Wentworth and Joe. 
She was the uh, second place finisher in Korong. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think she was robbed, me included. I think she was robbed. Yep. I think she should have won Korong. No offense, Michelle Fitzgerald, but I think Aubrey played a better game. And I think some of the jury members uh, who watched it back said that if they could change the vote, they would have changed the vote for Aubrey. So very robbed. Um, and then she came on Game Changers and did next to nothing. Yep. Um, because s- no one would align with her because Sandra basically said, I'm not aligning with you. And she kind of just did exactly what she could to keep alive. Yep. And I thought Aubrey was done. I didn't think we'd see Aubrey back on Survivor for a while at least. And we see her back a few seasons later for Edge of Extinction. And I am excited for Aubrey to be back. I love Aubrey. Um, she's awesome. Big fan of Aubrey. They're all awesome. She, they are, are. They they all are. But I'm not even saying a lot about them. Like they're just all awesome. They're just great. They're great. I think out of them, I think I'm excited to see Joe back the least. But I'm still excited to see Joe. Yeah. I'm just I just know that Wentworth, Dave, and Aubrey are, play how I would play. Yeah. So I'm excited for them. Um. And but I'm excited for Joe too. Like he's just because he's just so that fucking mustache. He's just so <laughs> likable. Yeah. Um, but Aubrey has made it to the finale both times um she knows how to get there she knows how to last and i think she could get in socially she's a great social player um very likable and i expect her to buddy up with some of the girls there like she has done on both of her seasons and go very far Mm -hmm. so i'm expecting someone to be her andrea bracco andrea bracco andrea um you know andrea Belky? Yeah, Belky. Forgot her last name. Yeah. <laughs> I think she's going to team up with some, find someone to be her Andrea and they'll go very far. Yep. So I think she has learned because she's had the, she's had the opportunity to learn from two very good social winners, both uh, Michelle and uh, Sarah. They socially, they both played very well. Mm-hmm. And I think she could learn from that and, and tweak those t- to her game. Um, Cause I think that's what she needs to do. She needs to, she has the social game locked up, but she needs to solidify those social bonds and make it so she is everyone's final person. Because mm-hmm. everyone thought they could beat Michelle, and everyone thought Sarah Lucina was loyal to them. No yeah. one, thought, no one thought they could beat Sarah, but they knew, but they thought Sarah would take them to the end, and they were confident in their ability to at least have an argument over Sarah. Yeah. Um, and uh, Sarah did another really good job of making everybody think that Brad could beat her. That Brad could beat her, Aubrey could beat her, that Ty could beat her, that Sari could beat her. Yeah. When in reality, none of them stood a chance against Sarah. So, yeah. and hopefully God, Aubrey, I love Sarah. Sarah's great too. Um, but I'm hoping that Aubrey has learned from that and is able to take that into this season too. Because if she can do that, I think Aubrey could go very far. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I she she is a good uh, puzzle player, so puzzles will help her. Um. She isn't as low key with idols as her other two that we've talked about. Yeah. So I think she could go find idols if she wanted to. Um, so I'm excited to see what she can do. Yeah. And I think she's got the perfect person for a target and is a shield. And yeah. her tribe mate, Joe. Joe. So Let's get to Joe. Joe played in uh, my least favorite season ever. Blue collar, white collar and no collar. Um, he was, was that, the, which one was that? Was that worlds apart? That was worlds apart. Okay, the yeah. dirty 30. Ah, yeah. The dirty 30. He, yep. uh, my, probably my least favorite cast ever with one of my least favorite winners and one of my least favorite contestants ever in Dan. I hated that season, but, but Joe was, but Joe was a good part of it. Joe, yeah. Joe, Rodney, <laughs> they, Rodney. Yeah. I love Rodney. I don't know why they haven't asked back at Rodney yet, but he was cool. Joe was very good. Joe was very likable, very popular. He was like, you know, that Malcolm standard player mm-hmm. of the physical, just beast. Malcolm, Ozzy type. Yeah. Um, 
only he was also likable. He's like he's more Malcolm than Ozzy. Yeah, I agree. Because Joe has that social game where Ozzy doesn't. Yeah. Um, and just like Malcolm has that social game. Um, so yeah, he was also asked back for Game Changers, declined. He's dating Sierra Don Thomas. Yes. Which is another Follow Dirty 30 member. Both on Instagram. So do I. Yep. I love them. Yep. They are both adorable. She actually is the reason why he has the mustache. Oh, really? Yep. I didn't know that. Yep. You said that in his uh, first one out interview. Hmm. Gotta check it out. But yeah, and then he gets on. Uh, Worlds Apart finale is the same uh, finale is kind of... Uh, taken over by the Second Chancers because they were literally filming right Second Chances right after the finale of Worlds yeah. Apart. Joe was in the mix for Worlds Apart, uh, was for Second Chances while playing in Worlds Apart. So everyone knew he was going back if he didn't win Worlds Apart, which Mike Holloway was also on the ballad for Second Chances. Mm-hmm. So it, in hindsight, it didn't spoil anything. No. Because there were a lot of people who were still playing. Um, but yeah, so Joe gets back, goes to Second Chances, and crushes immunities. He just goes on a big immunity run. He only goes home after he literally passes out after losing a challenge. He passes out. Because remember, it was Keith and him in the final two yeah. left. Yeah. that balancing challenge, and he passed out and Keith won. I remember that. Yeah. Um, I think Joe needs to do the exact same thing he does, play very good socially, and he's going to have to win out everything. Because if he doesn't, he's already basically been a challenge beast his first two times playing. Everyone knows he's a competitive player, a very physical player. So he needs to win. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't, he if he doesn't win for his cha- his uh, tribe in the pre-merge, he's going to go home. Yeah. Because if you can't win his challenges, what's the point of keeping you? However, I don't think anyone will get rid of him for that reason because he will be the provider for his tribe, and mm-hmm. he'll also be probably their best physical player. I agree. Um. So hopefully that'll also keep Aubrey safe. Um. Which is why I'm happy Kelly and Dave are both the strategic players that can find idols because they might need them if they start losing a lot of challenges. Mm-hmm. But I think Joe has his biggest challenge like a couple rounds before the merge and people keep thinking, oh, the merge is coming up. Yep. Should we get rid of Joe while we can? Because if he gets to the, the merge, he might go on a run. And uh, that might be when Aubrey, that might be Aubrey's big move. Who knows? But if he makes it to the merge, he's going to have to win out. Because the second he doesn't, he yeah. will be on. He he he's going to go home. You can't keep someone as, as physically dominant as Joe in the game and think you're going to win. He yeah. could Mike Holloway himself all the way to the end. You look at the people he's lost and hit the winners of his season. Because a lot of times returning players like to like imitate the winners of their season. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you look at the people Mike Holloway who won out and Jeremy who is a big physical player who won when he had to. Yep. And I think Joe is going to take those away. Um, from both of those winners because Mike Holloway is a good challenge competitive winner. Um, I'm not a big fan of him personally as a player, Same, but he did win out, which was important. He won when he needed to. And Jeremy is one of the best winners they've ever had. Yeah. So I love Jeremy. So what's your take on Joe and his mustache? I love Joe. <laughs> I love Joe. And I love um, his girlfriend, Sierra Don Thomas. Mm-hmm. I loved her and he could learn a thing or two from her. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure she was because this is he has not been to Fiji yet, and she has. So I'm sure she was talking to him all about Fiji and how yeah. her season went and picking his brain. So yep. I would not be surprised if he plays a Sheriff Sierra Don Thomas esque <laughs> game at some point. So, but I think Joe's a little bit more likable than Sierra, and so I think I think his social game is a very underreported part of his game because mm-hmm. um, everyone loves Joe. He's very likable. Like, like, I mean, we're just ranting and raving about him. We don't even know him. Exactly. But from the things I've seen about him, he just seems really likable. We love him. Yeah. And 
you know, he makes jewelry for a living. So I could see him making, you know, some bomb ass job. Right. So I could see him making some bomb ass idols. So fake idols. I'm very excited. Me too. I'm excited for these four. I don't know if I'm excited for the rest of the season, but I'm excited to see these four. Yeah. Nothing else. See them in action. Yeah. So, um, do you want to briefly go over the rest of the cast? Yeah. Yeah. We can talk about the whole cast. Uh, before we do that though, out of those four, the order in which you think they go home. Um, or I guess, which one do you think stands a chance of going pre-merge? I, Oh God, I don't know about that one. I was kind of thinking that they all make it to the merge. You think they make merge? I think they all make it to the merge. I have, I have not merged though. I, I have think a Joe's prediction. the first one gone. I have a prediction. If he doesn't it my heart. win. I think Kelly Wentworth is going to go pre-merge. I could see it. Only. I wouldn't be surprised if any of them went pre-merge. Well, only because she started being on social media really soon after the season wrapped up. And so I'm worried that that is a bad sign. Mm -hmm. And it might just be my inner survivor nerd being like, well, she was on social media early. She could have easily had someone else just take control of her social media. True. Yeah. Like. And that's what I'm hoping it is. I want her to win. Out of these four, I want her to win the most. And I then think Dave, I want. Yeah, I think Aubrey, I want David to win. Joe. Like, I want Wentworth to win more than any of them. But if any of them won, I'd be happy. Yeah. I think if any of them win, that's a very solid winner. I agree. So I agree. Um, but yeah, I think Wentworth. I think Wentworth and Dave have the biggest chance of going pre-merge because they're going in with huge targets. Mm-hmm. I think Joe has the safest route to the merge once he makes the merge he could go quickly i think aubrey is out of the four the best to go far again because she plays a very even though she probably won't like this comparison because she was not friends with sandra on game changers she has a very sandra-esque game and that being her name is going to come up but no one's going to actually follow through and get rid of her right yeah so because that's how it is like she's made a far every time she only went home in game changers back when there was nobody else to get rid of Mm -hmm. like now we get rid of aubrey you know, yep. she convinced Ty to give him her a second idol to keep her safe during advantage get in when we lost Suri. Oh, Suri. Suri, poor one out for Suri. Oh, but we love her. We love her. But so she has that social game. I think she could go far. Um, But yeah, so that's my thing. That's my take on those four and how where I think they could go. I hope they all go very far. But Same. I think but I think out of the four, I think Wentworth and Dave, because of their past games and the targets they have could go pre-merge and mm-hmm. I hope to God that doesn't happen. I know. I really hope it doesn't. I want to see them. I always love seeing returners play. Cause I'm like, yeah, like this is your chance. You're going to win this I know. time. Yeah. That's what I want. So, and usually they school all the newbies because they've done it before. Yeah. So, yeah. And because it's Wentworth, Joe and Aubrey's third time out now, they especially know what they're doing. Yep. However, I will say for the sake of fairness, if they do win, I will give them the same treatment as Boss and Rob because it did take them multiple tra- times. That's but true. But it did not take them as many times as it took Boss and Rob. It took him four times. Yes, four, yes, four, yes. Three is still this. more impressive than four. We've gone over this. Because I, I ranked Tyson as a pretty good winner and he played, he won on his third time out. So. Yeah. All right. Let's go briefly through the rest of the cast. Yes. Okay. So the first person, uh, we both have the cast on our phones so we'll just go through them and we can see, both see them yep first person is wendy diaz she's 25 she's from la um she's a small business op- owner and her personal claim to fame is starting my own business from the ground up well doesn't that just hit home um right here in the amor right media. here in the amor media we started this from the ground up the ground up we're sitting on the ground in which it started okay. we're in the room where it happens I feel blessed so uh 
Isn't that a song? Her hobbies include swimming, mm-hmm. rock climbing, um, anything active. So she could be a physical. A vivid, I feel like physical. she could have left out swimming and rock climbing and just said anything active. There we go. It's there redundant, go. but whatever. Uh, she's also a karaoke uh, enthusiast and loves getting into shenanigans, whatever that means. That's um, what it says. That's her, what the bio says. Her Grant. pet peeves are, I cannot stand when people don't carry their weight. I also hate quitters. Yes. Find a way to get something done. Don't just give up when the going gets Sometimes, tough. Sometimes, do you find that like when people are like, oh, I hate quitters, they're the ones who end up quitting? I don't like the pet peeve question at all because everyone gives the same answers. I hate liars. I hate <laughs> I hate quitters. Mine would be like, I hate when people bite their nails. Like, yes. or like, what's your pet peeve? I hate when people go, um, a lot. Like, that. Like mine would be such a simple I question. I hate... My like, own pet peeve, I hate when people don't clean their fingernails. Oh, there we go. That's like a repulsive to me. <laughs> so repulsive. Um, Let's see. If you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? She says, I would definitely need to take a small jar of Vaseline. <gasps> Same. My lips get dry. I relate to that so much. Hair ties because I cannot stand when my hair is in my face. Stop it. And uh, I need it up to win challenges. And last but not least, I really want to take Scruffy. Okay. Uh, and then she says, okay, context time. Because I was also confused by that. Yeah. I have a stuffed animal that I have had for 20 years and I have never slept without him, which shows weakness. Uh, <sighs> even to this day, my sister and BF insist I don't take him because what if I get him sandy or ruin him? And I'm conflicted. Well, again, shows weakness. Needs a, a stuffed bit. animal to sleep. So... You gotta strike against ya, Wendy Diaz. Wendy Diaz. Um, I think favorite she'll... player is or contestant you are most like Sandra. She'd be the second Diaz to First win. First of all, if she you won. can't say that you're a combina- a hybrid of Sandra and Ty and be a. Well, I guess for Ty you can, but you can't call yourself a physical player and compare yourself to Sandra. Yeah, that's, that's true. The thing. These people always compare themselves to the same players. Like, yeah. it's always a winner. It's always a well-respected winner. Um, but no, I think if you're going to make a comparison like this, you should have compared yourself to Natalie Anderson. Pick someone. Oh yeah. Like Natalie, a very yeah. physical winner. Like that's, a, that's respectable. Yeah. I think Natalie has a very Sandra-esque social game and that attitude that Sandra had. <gasps> so not the Natalie that beat Russell, the Natalie that won San Juan del Sur. Yeah. 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 Um, so what do you think on Wendy? Um, she's all right. All right. I think I think she'll be a very active. She she gives me B vibes. I think she's going to talk from the about, MMA fighter that quit. I got that, but I also feel like she might talk a lot. I think she could be one of those people that talk a lot and kind of rub people the wrong way. Yeah. But I feel I, that. I think she's going to be I think she's going to do well and and I think she's going to be good TV. It's hard for me to say like, "Oh, like these people are going to go far" cuz I'm like, I haven't like seen them talk. Like I need yeah. to like see someone mm-hmm. like how they move and well, things like that. Well, this next this next guy gave himself a nickname. The He's War Dan, Dog. The War Dog Da Silva. Already hate him. This off really? of that name. Yeah, War Dog. No, I'm good. He was in the military. Oh, did they call him War Dog in the military? Maybe. Maybe. Well, this isn't the military. This is Survivor. You get a clean. You have to earn your nicknames oh, here. Oh God! Can't just go out <laughs> with a nickname. Uh, age 38. Uh, he's from New York. He lives in L.A. Former law, uh, law student and former military personnel claim to fame. He won a bronze star medal in Afghanistan. Bronze is third best. We'll say that real quick. That's still amazing, though. It is. It's more medals than I've had in the Army. Okay. Let's um, not discredit him. We won't. Uh, close second was being the youngest in my basic training company and made it through in a time when 20% or so were sent home. 
1997 pre-war standards. What does that mean? No idea. <laughs> no idea at all. Let's I'm survey, sure it's impressive. Let's survey the room. Does anybody know what 1997 pre-war standards are? All right. All right. Well, I bet it's impressive. I Not, bet it nonetheless. is. Uh, hobbies, gym, basketball, and Netflix binging. Again, basketball is in a gym. So. You just could have said one word. And, pe- and sometimes they have Netflix in the gym. Yeah. Redundant. Uh, pet peeves, weakness, weaknesses, weakness for sure. That, that's not a pet peeve. I know. Which uh, you know what really bothers me? Weakness. We all got weaknesses. <laughs> yeah, people's weakness rub me the wrong way. Um, but most of all, negative energy. A person just complains constantly, and the world never breaks their way. I could already see him being that because he's thirty-eight. I don't. I haven't looked at the rest of the age of this cast, but that's older in reality TV standards. Yeah. I could see him being that guy who takes control early and like the tribe building and stuff and kind of tries to like yeah. dictate the tribe and rubs people the wrong way. I could yeah. already see that from this guy. He's not going to take well to somebody not pulling their own weight. And so I don't know. He just, he just gives me that vibe. You know? I get that vibe too. So uh, uh, three things on the Island. He would take nail clippers. I don't know why dirty long nails just strike a chord. Oh, Same. There you go. Man. It's awful. Man. Um, Football would be nice to have something to toss around. Chessboard or deck of cards. Maybe he's a Yu-Gi-Oh enthusiast. Oh. Or Magic the Gathering. Maybe. Maybe. We I doubt know. it. But maybe. Um, contestants he's most like. Um, his in his own is his own blend. I'm not Tony. I'm not the specialist. I'm not Boston Rob. Whose game did I respect the most? That's a better question. I thought you I thought you played great. That's a good answer. Yule played great. Oh, but then he follows up with, I thought Mike was a great winner. thought Mike was a great winner. I loved Parvati's game. Earl. Earl. Third version of Tyson. First version of Country. Bumpkin JT. Country Bumpkin JT. He got some good names in there. And a lot of not so good names. Well, (laughs) Mike was I mean, it wasn't just Mike. (laughs) It was also, he also... Throughout the specialist at all, like he should. Oh yeah, he I says guess. he's not like the specialist, but like, then why bring him up? Yeah, you know, because by you saying I'm not the specialist, that means people thought you were, and that's not a good comparison. I guess, yeah. Um, I don't know how I feel about this guy, to be honest with you. Um, I like that he says he likes Earl and Yule's game because that shows me that he's an actual fan of the show. Yeah, because same only with, a fan um, of the show would say that. Same with first version of JT. Yeah, because I feel like people. I don't know. I Forget like he, that JT played a dominant game in yeah. his first season and has done bad since. Yeah. 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 No, uh, I respect JT as a player. Um, so there's that. Um, he says he loves Parvati's game. You know, that's a take. That's a very common take. I also like Parvati's game. Um, he has a lot of names that like only a casual fan would know, like Boston Rob and Parvati. But then he's got, like I said, Yule and Earl. Yeah. And so I I really, I don't know how I feel about this guy because I really think he could be really bossy and rub people the wrong way. But the fact that he says he he likes Yule and Earl's game shows me he could play a good social game because that's what they yeah. played. So I don't know how I feel Very about this guy. Dan games. the War Dog Da Silva intrigues me. And I'm I bet intrigued. his nails are nice and clean. I bet they are. Yes. Good for him. Good for him. Um, I think he'll make merge. Sure. So, Aurora McCreary. Aurora McCreary. 32, 32, Pensacola, Florida. Current residence, Orlando. She's a divorce slayer. Personal claim to fame. Having my mom tell me she was proud of who I became before. Oh, oh before her she mom died. Does. Oh, she's got that. Al- oh. She's got that. Uh, uh, guy who won <laughs> Gen-, Gen X versus Millennials, whose name I'm forgetting. Adam. Yeah. His name's not Adam. Yeah. yeah. Adam Klein, yeah. Yeah. I kept saying Adam. Alec. Got that Adam Klein vibes. 
He's got that Johnny Fairplay vibes. His grandma died. Well, not quite. <laughs> not quite. Um, let's see. Rob or Robbie. Hobbies. Yeah. Rock climbing, adventure racing, and brunch. And brunch. Brunch is a hobby. Brunch is a hobby. That's an answer I like. I like the brunch hobby answer. Pet peeves, know-it-alls, ignorance, playing the victim card, any noise coming from the mouth, the easily offended, slow walkers, and people who are homophobic. Okay. Retweet. 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 Uh, some of those I didn't like. Some of those I liked a lot. Yeah. So. I don't uh, like slow walkers either. Yeah. Or homophobes. Yeah. Uh, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? Gum. That's a good answer. I have an addiction. I don't just chew. I chomp. So, oh, people who chomp gum. That's my pet peeve. I would vote her ass off immediately. I'd be like, listen here, you, f- you frick Mr. Ed. All right. You're chewing <laughs> gum, not eating a cud. <laughs> That's. Uh, all right. What else is there? Sunglasses. To hide her eye rolling. Okay. Love that. And earplugs. Extroverted introvert. Uh, Survivor contestants who are most like Tyson for being a manipulative, mischievous prankster. And I got that in her. I got I got that from the thing she said. I get it. So uh, Sierra for her attitude and foot in the mouth moments and Michaela for her diehard competitiveness. You know, I like, I her. like Aurora. I, like I really her. like her answers. And I think based on the answers she gave, those are very solid things to compare herself to. I agree. I think she goes pre-merge. Perhaps. I think she's a very good pre-merge character. Yeah. I like her, though. Oh, so far. I like her a lot. Chris um, Underwood. Uh, yeah. We'll, we'll just take turns from this point on, going okay. back and forth with okay. it. Chris uh, Underwood. He's 25. Yep. He's from Myrtle Beach. Uh, currently lives in Greenville, South Carolina. He's a district sales manager. Uh, personal claim to fame. His professional career. I went from being a barista to managing the number one sales team in my solar company within a year. Congratulations. Congratulations. Cool. And you can make a bomb ass mocha. Yeah. Hobbies. Hobbies, surfing, sailing, camping, anything outdoors. An outdoorsy guy. Perfect for survivor. Oh, he's going to, he would hate me. Uh, <laughs> pet peeves, laziness, political Facebook posts, people who are all talk and no walk. Man. Whew. I talk for, I talk for a hobby. I'm yeah. big into political posts. You guys might not like And I'm a lazy like motherfucker. So. Um, he would bring a surfboard because of the amazing uh The Fijian, amazing Fiji waves. Amazing Fijian waves. A, sk- <laughs> a skillet because literally everything tastes better on a skillet. Debatable. Maybe he's sure. a maybe he's a fan. Maybe he means his skillet C D. <sighs> maybe he's a fan of skillet and he eats things off the C D. Yeah. yeah. Scuba gear. Uh, equipped with a spear gun because I love diving and spearfishing. They totally let you have a spear gun on Survivor. Of course. Yeah. Uh, Contestants, he's like Malcolm because of his charm, Rob because he's a leader but also manipulative, Spencer because of how well he understands strategy, and Ozzy because of his skills in the water. I don't like this guy. I think he'll go, I think he'll make the merge because I think he's going to be a physical player and I think he's that young guy so I could see him being I like, like that he mentioned Spencer though. I like Spencer. Uh, Spencer's one of those guys that I think is, at this point, has reached like that casual level of of knowledge. Mm, I guess. So. Still liked him. I don't know. I, like I said, I think he'll go merge. I think he'll go deep into merge because he is a physical a physical uh, person. Um, I And like I said, I could see him being based on what I see you know, I could see him getting into a showmance. Mm, perhaps. So Dan 2.0. Yeah. So, I mean, that's Chris Underwood. Like I said, physical player. Uh, I don't think I'm going to like him, but we'll see. Uh, the next one is Lauren O'Connell, 21, from Bakersfield, uh, California. Currently lives in Waco, Texas. Uh, she's a student at Baylor University, and her personal claim to fame 
is, I believe my claim to fame is my resilience and grit throughout my physically demanding career as a collegiate athlete on the Baylor women's soccer team, already says physical player. Yep. Um, and also well at working as a team, so socially. Yep. Um, let's see. I've endured four orthopedic surgeries, rehabilitated physically and emotionally in order to remain an intricate part of the Elite Eight team, and will obtain a bachelor's degree in medical humanities in four years from a phenomenal university while prioritizing service and volunteerism in the community of Waco. Jesus Christ, I didn't mean to read a fucking book. <laughs> Hobbies, binge-watching multiple Netflix series at once, sleeping through my alarm, and eating a party-sized peanut M&M's bag in one sitting. Those are all very relatable. Yes. yes. I felt that. I'm more of the pretzel M&M kind of guy though myself. Oh, those uh, are good. Could love pretzels. Uh, pet peeves, people who are intolerant of someone else's personal opinions and beliefs. Yeah. Um, you go, Glenn Coco. Um, <laughs> unnecessary rudeness and those misguided people who choose Twizzlers over red vines. Hot take. I don't like either. Ooh, not a licorice fan. No, oh, not really. I think of the I two. I think red vines are disgusting, but Twizzlers are lit. Of the two, I like Twizzlers more. Mm-hmm. I feel like when I eat a Twizzler, like I eat one and I'm like, that's enough. See, if you actually bite, not even a whole if you, Twizzler, if just you like bite one. into both sides of a licorice and put it in like your drink, you can use it as a straw. Well, yeah, but and I like I to do wanna, that. I don't want to. Except do that. for I tried it with Coca Cola one time, and it was awful afterwards. You tried to eat the licorice, but the Coca Cola acid dissolved the licorice, and it just wasn't good. Oh, uh, but nonetheless, um, let's see. Um, oh, if I could have three things on the island, what would they be? My Bible to remind me that I can only find my worth in him. Sunscreen, but only SPF 25 because a little tan looks good on everyone. And M&M's. That, that ding. Once again, an yeah. M&M enthusiast. Um. I hope. <laughs> I hope. That, that this just heard that. <laughs> I just do that. Uh, all right, well, all right, Grant. Yes, something you want to say? All right, Grant just uh, made an inappropriate uh, uh, comment on the podcast. Uh, I tuned it. Let <laughs> uh, one rip. Survivor, let one rip. Uh, survivor contestant. He so he gave his opinion on those answers. Uh, survivor contestant, you are most like Parvati Shallow is my spirit animal. Her infectious smile, smart wit, and expertise in using her sexuality has won her a place in my heart, and I feel like my gameplay would could be similar to hers. I also strongly relate to Kelly Wentworth's gameplay. She is unapologetically herself, dominates the physical, uh, physically demands of Survivor, and is a threat in any type of challenge. Ideally, I would play the game as a perfect mix of these two powerful females. Okay, Lauren O'Connell. You know, I like her. I like her. Another physical player. Yep. She also seems smart, um, which means I think she'll do well strategically. And she is a good-looking woman, and she values Parvati Shallows, which shows tells me she's going to be very flirty, which is good. This Lauren O'Connell, I think she's going to do really well. I think she could do really so well. I think she makes Parvati merge. 2.0. Yeah, I think she makes merge. Um, I think she makes final six. Oh. Yep, final six. Calling it already. Calling it already. Jeez, okay. Really like that answer. Uh, Keith Sowell? Yes. Soul? This, oh, this, this kid's a baby. Know. I uh, 19 from Fayetteville, North Carolina. He's currently living in Durham, North Carolina. He's a pre-med student. His claim to fame, getting the Jackie Robinson scholarship um, because I'd never before achieved something on a national level. Congratulations. Man. That's pretty awesome. You go, Keith, so well. Um, He hobbies. does so well. Oh, <laughs> that was good. Thank that was you. a good one. 
Hobbies, writing and performing my poetry, Ooh, tennis, like playing video board games, and going to the movies. Oh my God, I love going to the movies. He's the nerd of the season. Love him. Pet peeves, when self-absorbed people talk about all the money they have and things they've done and only actively engage in conversations when the topic is about them or their equals, in quotes. Um, three things on the island, the his Bible, poetry book, and his Black Panther jacket because I'm a Marvel, Marvel fanatic. Wakanda wow. forever. Wakanda forever. You think he's you think he's gonna uh, be tuning in to the Oscars? Yeah. Because what? because Black Panther's nominated for yeah. Best Picture. Yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Of course. So, do you want them to win Best Picture? No. Oh, who who, who you want to win Best Picture? I'm be honest, I haven't seen a lot of the Best Picture nominees. That's fine. Neither have I. I still have my take. Who do you want to win? Not 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 Black Panther. Well, who do you want to win? And not the movie about Queen. Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I don't want not, not that one either. Okay, then what one do you want to win? I don't know. Sounds not one of those two. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, the only I think the only two that I've seen of the nominees, I've seen Black Panther and Green Book. So I guess I'll say Green okay. Book. Oh, you know what? No, I'm gonna go Black Panther, actually. Because oh. I haven't seen I don't remember anything else besides Black Panther. And I'm very much the only person that I don't think dislikes Bohemian Rhapsody as much as I do. <laughs> okay. Um thinks he's most like Jeremy. Ooh, that's a good answer. Yeah. He was a family man. That's basically his reason. Pretty okay. good. Yeah. Um, it's likable. Keith so well. Uh, I think he is going to do so well. Um, I could see him being... Um, I could see him being the guy who... I definitely think he will also make the merge. Um, I think he's going to have like that Ryan Ulrich, nerdy kind of vibe mm. of those people. Yeah. Like, but that position is also very much filled with Dave. So... Yeah. I think he goes, I think he makes the merge and I think, I think he'll go far. I don't think he'll win, but I think he'll, he will go far. Okay. So let's try and get these le- through these last few people faster. We've been spending a lot of time on these people. We don't even know them yet. I, th- I think it's a good cast. Really? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe, I, I mean, know. it's not terrible. Uh, let's see. Julie Rosenberg. She's 46 from Baltimore. Currently lives in New York. She's a toy maker, just like Santa Claus. Um, <laughs> Her personal claim to fame is raising my two kids who impressed me every day with their intelligence, strength, humor, and resilience. I hope I can make them as proud of me as I am of them. Aw. Hobbies, uh, psychological thrillers, hot yoga classes, escape rooms, and spending way too much time online. Uh, researching gluten-free recipes that I never end up making. Her pet peeves are hoarders, people who invade my personal space, and anything that's a floral scented. Hmm. If you could have three things on the island, what would they be? Her iPhone, or its playlist of my favorite songs to keep me motivated when things get tough. A picture of my husband, kids, and two Bernie's Mountain Dogs. Uh, to remember that they are back home rooting for me. Uh, milk chocolate. Not chocolate milk, just milk chocolate. That's self-explanatory. Answer, it is self-explanatory. It is. I, I get it. I'm not a big chocolate guy, actually. Mm, I love chocolate. I'm more of a fruity kind of candy mm, person. Okay. Uh, Survivor, you're most like a combination of Stephanie from her tenacity. I think she means La Grossa. Um, Siri for her humor and fun spirit. And Dawn for her prospensity. Propensity. Propensity, whatever the fuck that means. Uh, <laughs> to have some emotional moments. Uh, she's going to be the mom of the season. I agree. And I think she will go far because she is the mom. Um, so I think she makes marriage. I think she'll be a very likable person. Yeah, I think so too. I think she gives me, uh, she reminds me of a uh, Sunday from millennials versus Gen X. Yeah. So I think she'll go far because yeah. of that. Maybe someone that Dave will work with in the future. Who knows? Yeah. So. Uh, Gavin Whitson, 23 from Irwin, Tennessee. He's a YMC, YMCA program director. Uh, five years ago, he asked a girl to go out with him and she said no. That's sad. One year later, I asked again, and she said yes. Look at that. Another engaged. Now we're engaged, and I couldn't be happier. 
She's also lucky because I'm a catch. Haha, <laughs> yeah. You know, that's funny. Uh, hobbies, going to Disney World, binge watching The Office, I can quote every episode, eating Texas Roadhouse fried pickles. I might need to rethink my life based on my hobbies. Is this Megan? This is like basically who Megan is. I don't know. Did Grant say no the first time you asked him out? Oh. He was apprehensive. <laughs> well, there we go. Are you guys engaged um, now? Congratulations. Pet peeves. Holding the door for someone and they don't say thank you. Yep. You listen, people you shouldn't you shouldn't vape. do you shouldn't do a good deed if you're expecting a thank you. It says people who it's not like they're expecting the thank you, but it's this just guy like is. I did it's like after it's done though, you're kinda like, oh, like I would have said thank you. Like, shouldn't you have said thank whatever. Anyway. People who vape. Wow, interesting. Hot take for today's times. Yes, hot hot, very hot take, especially someone who's 23. Yeah. Yes. Uh, people asking me if I'm still in high school, slow texters, other people touching the radio in my car, and parents yelling at their kids in youth sporting events. Feel that. Hmm. Uh, three things he'd have, his an Xbox, um, a mirror, and mint chocolate chip ice cream. Ooh, he says he would pass the time on his Xbox watching Netflix and playing Fortnite, so that's a strike. Well, you know. He's 23. Ooh. Can Survivor contestants you are most like. Keith Nail. Oh, oh wow. wow. Everyone loves Keith. <laughs> I would just play more socially aware. So ex- the exact opposite, opposite of, of Keith. Keith. I'll say stick to the plan. He's the only guy that could compete with Joe Anglum. Well. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll see. Which Joe Anglum's on the season. So yeah. we'll see how we dukes it, dukes it out with Joe. Um, I think this guy, I think this guy could also go merge, but I'm going to say pre-merge boot. I think he's going to, I think he's going to annoy people. I agree. So I think he's going to play too hard and go home. So, uh, Julie Carter, she's 24. She's from Hidden, Pennsylvania, currently resides in Bethesda, Maryland, medical assistant, her personal claim to fame. I definitely feel proud. To be the first uh, in my family to graduate college and pave the way for my younger sisters and family members. Her hobbies include traveling, shopping, and eating. All right. Pet peeves being uh, being ignored, loud chewing, and when people document everything on social media. Man, doesn't like bloggers. Hmm. Um, if you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? Pen and paper to document my thoughts. But she hates people who document everything. Uh, let that set in. Um, <laughs> Stories and strategy, um, a radio for something to play music uh, because music keeps me going. Uh, picture of my family. Everything I do is for them. This would help me get through the rough times in the game of Survivor. And Tessinger you're most like Jeremy. He was a physical beast but was strategic in his use of idols. Loyal to his alliances and overall honest and personable in his gameplay, he was a well-rounded player. Thoughts on Julie or Julia? Interesting. I find them all to be interesting. I think she goes merge. But early merge. Okay. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next guy. Eric Haithman, 34, from Chicago. Currently lives in Livermore, California. He's a firefighter. Oh, getting enough um, of those. He's very proud of his profession. And he should be. He should be. Firefighting is a very dangerous profession. Yeah. You bust into buildings and rescue people. Um, Hobbies, backpacking, basketball, woodworking, and pretty much anything outside. Pet peeves, um, people taking themselves too seriously. Um, and he tries to remember that 99.9% of the time, I am not the smartest, coolest, most interesting, deserving, or important person in the room. Very humble. Yeah, very humble. Humble guy. 
Uh, three things he'd have, a picture of his family, um, a book, and most likely his Bible. Okay, and a surfboard. And a surfboard. I thought it was going to be a book and a Bible. I'm like, oh, yeah. this guy's a bookworm. <laughs> so, um, Eric Haifman. You know what? I think he's I think he's also, I say this for everybody, eventually this, someone's going to have to go home pre-merge, but I think he will also make the merge because I think he he seems like, I mean, for one, he'd be a physical threat, which is good. Um, he'll be physical for challenges, but I think he's just, Seems like a genuine guy. Yeah. He seems very humble. So, very nice. Yeah. Um, cool. Did he say he's survivor? a firefighter. He said the survivor he's most like is Tony, Tony Vlacos. So um, I hope we get Tony vibes from him. I don't see it. but Well, he says, I don't think we're very similar people, but I think we agree fundamentally on how you play the game. Okay. I can dig it. I, I dig better, it. I better see some spy shacks. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, let's do it. I'm ready. Um, all right. From one mom to uh, a couple down to another. Uh Reem Daly, 46, from Fairfax, Virginia, lives in Ashburn, Virginia. She's in sales. Her personal claim to fame, and I don't mean to sound cheesy, but my kids, they are good, caring people, and I'm super proud of that. Her hobbies are chess, kickball, and neighborhood security. Uh, her pet peeves are intolerance, humming, bad manners, nose-picking, slackers, and snobs. Now that's a pet peeve list. Yeah. I like that. If you could have three things on the island, what would they be and why? Uh, a hat to stay w- uh, warm and hair will be a mess. Hoodie for comfort and warm for and good for sleeping. And pants. Well, I hate her. That was boring. <laughs> uh, and Survivor contestant you are most like Stephanie LaGrosa because she does not give up. And Rudy Bosch because he just does not care. I like that she said Stephanie because I liked Stephanie. Yeah. But... I mean, I didn't think she was that great of a player, but I, I liked her. She's one of those players that gets worse the more times you see her. Because like the first time, she was like the only one left on the Bobby John tribe. Yeah. Or yeah. not the Bobby John tribe. Yeah. Yeah, it was Bobby, Bobby John. John. Yeah, but she came back for that season, didn't she? She what? Wait, what did you say? Because I remember the first, because one of her first season when it was just literally a tribe of just her. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Then she gets brought back, loses in the finale, and comes back for Heroes vs. Villains, like breaks her arm basically. And then goes home pretty early. Yeah. So um, I like Stephanie LaGrosa. Um, so which, the fact that she likes Stephanie and Rudy Bosch shows that she's a fan of the show. Um, but I think that there's only one room for one mom on the cast. And I like the one we talked about already. So I agree. I think she goes home pre-merge. Same. In fact, my hot take, she's first boot. Oh. Because her answers were boring a and I don't like boob. them. First boot. All right. Rick Devins, 33 from Blacksburg. Yeah, Blacksburg, Virginia. Currently lives in Macon, Georgia. Macon. He's a morning news anchor. Not to be confused with, not to be confused with uh, Anchor, the podcasting app. He's a morning news anchor. Uh, Claim to fame is his kids, but one time there was a cat stuck in a high, very high, up in a tree for days, and he saved it. Yeah. Got it rescued. Yeah, he didn't, um, he didn't save him. He did the news story that got him saved. Yeah, he didn't actually save him. Uh, which shows hobbies, me he's not a man of action. Basketball, hiking, playing with the kids and dogs, and video games. Pet peeves: not taking ownership of actions, over-explainers, waiting in line, and people not using coasters. Um, three things: he would take the stand by Stephen King, a Lego figure, and a picture of his family, dogs and cats included. It's most like Cochran. Mm-hmm. He's a strategist. All right. So, uh, Reem is going first, and I think Rick Devins will go second. All right. Hot take. Yep. I didn't like that. I, I don't think he is going to do well. All right. So, 
Um, anything else you want to say about that? No, let's well, move on. All right. Uh, Victoria Bamande, 23, from Bronx, New York, lives in Bronx, New York. She's a waitress. Her personal claim to fame is I was valedictorian in my college with a perfect 4.0 and I bring it up in conversation as much as possible. That's going to get fucking annoying. <laughs> That's going to run people the wrong way. Uh, her hobbies are hiking. Uh, oh, okay. I skipped down. I saw hiking and cabinets opening and I was like, what? But her <laughs> hobbies are hiking, painting, um, and cooking. Her pet peeves are slow walkers, leaving the cabinets open. Uh, my guinea pig, who I named Peeve. Oh, that's funny. That's hilarious. That's a hilarious answer. That's so, peeve. I like that a lot. And when customers don't read the menu and then ask dumb questions like, are there meatballs in the meatball sauce? If oh, Yeah. These are good answers. Those are good. Uh, the fact that she's valedictorian and brags about it, it's going to people the wrong way, but those answers are funny. If you could have two things on the island, that would they be in Y, a notebook, and pencil. Uh, this is one item. To keep track of all my thoughts and to sketch. Uh, a baby pillow, this tiny pillow I've had since I was born, and I sleep with every night. Again, shows weakness like the teddy bear. And a guitar. No clue how to play one, but I figure I'll have lots of time to learn. All right. I really like these answers. That was a good uh, answer. So, because he's most like uh, Malcolm Freeberg, if you read his wiki fandom page, he describes as likable, strategic, and explosive challenges. I like to think I'm the same way. Uh, sure. I really want to make her my winner pick. <laughs> sure. I won't, but I think she goes very far. She's I think cool. she, I think she makes the finale. Okay. So she's cool. Yeah. I like her from the moms on to the dad. Ron Clark, 46 from Chocowinity. Sure. No, sure. North Carolina, uh, currently lives in Atlanta. He's a teacher. Ron Clark Academy. Did he name a, Did Oh, he- uh, claim the, to fame. He, the, oh, he okay. co-founded the Ron Clark Academy in Atlanta, where we teach using passion, innovative strategies, and creative methods to inspire all our students to reach success. Each week, we also train educators from around the world so that they can incorporate our strategies in their schools. To date, over 50,000 educators have visited RCA to receive training, and we are starting a revolution. Starting a revolution, he says. I hope that doesn't overshadow the fact that back in 2002, I won the Showcase Showdown and the Price is Right. That's a way better. That's, that's a, a, way, that's a better. way more impressive. That's hilarious. I love that. Um, hobbies, life doesn't get any better than giving my chow chow pups belly rubs. Cool. All right. Oh, this is a long hobbies list. Oh, my gosh. I also get he a founded kick out an of, academy. <laughs> I also get a kick out of watching the roulette ball spin and land in the single zero. But I think my main hobby is surprising people by making really unique moments for them. When I was a kid, my family didn't have money, but my parents put a lot of effort into making simple moments magical. I now try to follow in their footsteps and try to do my try my best to do that for my students, friends, and family. I also like telling stories and participating in anything com- competitive, such as poker, pool, trivia, basketball, tennis, and bamboo stick speller, a game my friends and I created. Pet peeves: sore loser, like really sore. Ooh. He says he's a really sore loser. Yikes. I'll stew over a Monopoly loss for weeks, wondering just where did I go wrong? Where did I go wrong? Also, I hate when people slurp food like super smack chew gum. People, we can hear you. I feel that. Three I'm things, also a sore loser, so. Three things, a recording device. Um. Let's see. Yeah. To leave under this shelter so I always, so I would always be in the know. A returning player that others would focus on voting out so the target wouldn't be on me. He's going to have two of those. Yep. My wedding ring. Oh, that's nice. Uh, survivor most like. I'm a compassionate person, but everyone who knows me, uh, he turns into villains. Oh, okay. I also overanalyze everything for those reasons. I don't think there's a past contestant that is a perfect pit fit for me. 
but I think my gameplay will most be like Spencer. I think he's going to be a very entertaining character, but I think he will go home pre-merge. I don't think people are going to like him. I think he'll be like Bradley Claggy or like Natalie from Divers Goliath. He will yep. be the villain pre-merge. Yep. So... And that yeah. rounds out that, the, uh, the ba- cast. That's back. We're back to returning players. So the Kama tribe is Julie, Gavin, Aurora, Ron, Victoria, Eric, Aubrey, Joe, and Julia. Um, and then the Manu tribe is Wendy, Wardog, Kelly, Chris, David, Keith, Reem, Rick, and Lauren. So already I see that old guy. So he'll probably try to target Joe or Aubrey. Um, yeah, I think I think this is a really pretty well-rounded cast. I agree. So it got me excited to check it out. February twentieth. February twentieth. Can't wait. So you want to make a winner pick real bit, real quick, or I need to see at least the first episode. Okay. Yeah, we'll save those for the first episode. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Cool. But uh, all right, guys. Uh, thanks for sticking with us on this cast review. We hope you guys enjoyed it. And we hope you're excited as we are for Edge of Extinction. Um, make sure you follow all of our awesome uh, and more reality podcasts and and more podcasts in general at and more media co where you can find us. You can follow me at the chat 100 and you can follow me at Mackenzie Carp. And if you want to follow this podcast, especially on Twitter, it is at podcast outlast. Um, yeah. Let us know what you guys think. Um, but I think that's going to wrap it up. So the hosts have spoken.